Hello, and welcome to Saddleback Valley Shares. This is Mark Perez, Director of Communications for the Saddleback Valley Unified School District. And on today's podcast, I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about something that we get a lot of questions about all the time from our families and community members. What are we doing for our students post-graduation? What if they don't necessarily want to go on the path to go directly into a college, either a two or four year? What are some career pathways we're working on? Do we even have any options for those students? And so today we have with us our coordinator of college and careers, uh, Mrs. Kim Thomason. Welcome to the podcast, Kim. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Great, great. So Kim oversees career technical education. There's a lot of pieces to that division, and we're going to be talking about a lot of that today. Uh, And so we're just going to get right into it. We're super excited, like we said, to have you here, Kim. I'm sure you get as many questions as we do about what we're doing for our students, apart from just getting them ready for college. So we are going to start off, I think, with just you sharing out a little bit about uh, the pathways that we have for our secondary students. We'll start with that because we have something for students of all ages and grades in our district, correct? We do, yes. Great. So we're going to start off with kind of focusing on the secondary piece, which is for our district, secondary for our listeners is 7th through 12th grade. And so, Kim, do you want to start off just kind of giving us a little bit of background of the types of pathways that are available to our students here in SVUSD? Absolutely. Okay, great. Yes, happy to. And first, let me start off with, uh, as you mentioned, we're talking about career technical education. And what we then, as acronyms, we then shorten it to CTE. So we'll continue it with using CTE throughout the podcast. Great. Thank you for clarifying that. I know a lot of times we get so used to throwing those acronyms around, we forget that maybe our listeners or stakeholders don't understand all those. So thank you. Yes, CTE is what we'll be focusing on today. That's career Technical, technical education. education. Okay, great. Yes, so perfect. And and you're absolutely right. We're very fortunate in this district that we have pathways at both the intermediate level as well as the high school level. Um, and right now we've got about, over the course of this school year, we expect to serve 3,500 high school students. They will be participating in a CTE course. And then at the intermediate level, we're expecting to serve about 1,000 students. So, so 4,500 students really have access to, or partaking in some part of this curriculum across the district. That's a big number. It really is. So you figure we have about 27,000 students and 4,500 of those students are actually participating in this in CTE in one form or another. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. Exactly. So um, I think it speaks very well to the district, to the the campuses and what they're offering our teachers. Um, So it's a really good number I think to have. Yeah, that's great. And so, yes, you're correct. Um, The way that the, the, the state, just to let you know, we've got 15 official industry sectors within the state. Okay. That's how they, they have developed. And, and so we're doing a vast amount of those 15. We've got them in arts, media, and entertainment. We've got them in business and finance, engineering and architecture, health science, information and communications technologies, and transportation. And last but not least, we also have that in agriculture. Okay, and I think that's important because I think, and maybe I'm in the minority, but I feel that sometimes when people hear career technical education, they automatically think, oh, that means uh, electrician or plumber or something along those lines, right? A trade that... um, But you've just kind of given us a list that runs the gamut. It's not... It's not that. Oh. It's not. And what, 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 when we read articles about CTE um, in, in the last several years, uh, it'll be CTE. It's not your 
shop class of yesterday. It's oh, not okay. And I want to clarify, I'm not saying right. anything no, badly no. about plumbers or electricians. No, I mean, those no, are no, no. fantastic careers but and make a good to living. Your point that it's drastically changed from maybe when I was in high school right. just a few years ago. Years <laughs> me ago. too, me you know, too. Right? <laughs> that, that we would tend to think of, um, say, that pure wood shop, for lack of a better word. And again, we still have wood shop, and those are really in, incredibly important classes mm -hmm. to have, yet it hasn't grown from there. Okay. To your point, exactly. We've got the um, animation courses. We've got um, the visual imagery and the computerized um, science classes. We have engineering. We have architecture. We have a, a variety in the automotive that they're taking. So, yes, they're there are a variety. That's of, fantastic. Of and, and and they're all in a pathway setting. And can you kind of tease that out for our listeners that may not be aware of what we mean when we say a pathway? What is a pathway? Perfect. What does that mean? And why would any of our students want to pursue that? Exactly. So really, when we're saying a pathway, we're looking for students to be in a pathway for more than a year, at least two years. So two years of courses that fall into that industry exactly. or that pathway, that, exactly. that major, if you will, for lack that of a better word. Correct. Okay. So so we're going to really look for that student to take, say for engineering, for example, we want them to take the engineering level one course and then move on to engineering level two. Um, that is what also includes that student in what's called the California School Dashboard. Okay. We're looking at the students that are deemed completers. Okay. It's really important at the state that we're showing that our students are completing a pathway and it takes two years at the high school level in order to be considered a completer. So they'll take a level one course and then they'll take a level two. So it gives it, I guess, as I'm listening to you explain this, it gives it legitimacy it taking those courses. It's not like you take one course and you say, okay, I've completed the pathway. I'm certified in X, right. Y, or Z. You actually really have to be in a series of courses over a, amount, a certain amount of time, and that's what equals a pathway. So I guess to equate it, if we were in a community college or in a college, it'd be like a major, if you will, where you that need is. to have X amount of courses to satisfy the requirements to be a major in that. Exactly. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Um, and now... We also say, for example, in engineering, what's really great is we have that one that students can take for all four years of their high school career if they would like. So each career or each different pathway, pathway has really, different amounts of time. They really could. Okay. But the minimum that we want to have our students to participate in and really is to see that they're uh, setting them up well for success mm -hmm. is two years. Okay. So it's about two between years. two and four years are what the pathways exactly. are. Exactly. Okay. Now, at our district, what's really nice is that after three years at the high school level, they then at um, graduation... They have a CTE medallion that they wear. Oh, nice. So some distinguishment. Shows yeah. that they've been in it for three years. That's fantastic. And probably a little recognition in the program, they which do. is awesome. That is correct. Okay, great. Yes. So these pathways, do they all start in high school? Or you meant, we were talking about secondary. Mm -hmm. It's like we said, that begins in seventh grade. So is the pathway inclusive of seventh and eighth grade? Or there's some precursor courses they take at intermediate school that then lead them into the pathway at high school? Right. So they really are able to take several of these pathways beginning at the intermediate level. Okay. And so, for example, there is Project Lead the Way, which offers engineering coursework, okay. if you will. And it's at the appropriate grade level okay. for a 7th and an 8th grade student. And then they're really prepared to go on to begin it at the ninth grade level. Okay. At engineering level one, so okay. to speak. So okay. we do have several of the pathways that actually do begin at the intermediate level. And then what we say feed in 
to those courses at the high school level. Got it. Got it. So uh, do we offer, you mentioned all those pathways Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the podcast. Are each of those pathways available at all of our secondary schools or each secondary school has certain pathways? Great question. So each high school has um, different pathways. Okay. So that some are the common among all of our campuses. Which ones are those? Maybe we can share that first. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, really at all of our four high schools, they all have a computer science pathway. Okay. Okay. So, um, which is really exciting. From those courses, several uh, students will get an internship. Um, they're really working in Java programming. Okay. Um, they are then going on to either a second, uh, you know, community college mm-hmm. or a four-year university or okay. college. Um, they also, um, it's a great pathway for students to go into. Uh, we're working to get cybersecurity. Oh, okay. That's really a hot industry. Okay. I mean, what a, what, you know, such great opportunities for our students. Okay. So I would have to say that one is really um, the one that's at all of our campuses. And then each of the other, uh, all the all other pathways are kind of divvied up among them. Okay. For the most part, um, three of our high schools have transportation, which is automotive. Okay. So that's, okay. That, that's there. Um, what's nice is, so for anybody that's not able to take the automotive class, and that one um, is at uh, Tribeca Hills High School, mm-hmm. we offer after school classes. Oh, okay. So, so they still have access. They still have access. Oh, that's fantastic. Exactly. Okay. So it is still um, available to them. That's good to know. After school. Okay. Um, and then for the most part, to varying degrees, they all offer a TV video production type okay. pathway. Uh, same thing with computer graphics. Okay. That's pretty much across the board. Okay. Um, we also have engineering at three out of the four high schools. Okay. So there's quite a that few that are at most are, of the yes, high schools. Okay. And then I'm assuming that they can go to the CTE uh, webpage on our main website and they yes. can get a listing of where those are at or at each individual school site's website. Exactly. Okay. And we'll talk more about, because you kind of touched on that they can then go into two or four year and later on in the podcast, we'll talk about what options the students have once they complete our pathways. But before we get to that, I did want to also talk about, because I think it's important, a lot of our students are trying, you know, when they first get into high school or they're in intermediate school, they really don't have a firm idea on what they're going to do post-graduation. So we always try and set them up for success in a variety of ways so that they have what they need to go to a university, what they have, they have what they need to go to a two-year or into a career. We want to set them up for that. And then they ultimately make the decision, but we don't want to cut them off at the pass too early and not give them access, right? So with that being said, I know um, it's important for a lot of our listeners to ensure that a lot of the classes that they're taking or most of the classes they're taking are uh, UC uh, approved or that they are approved courses for when they go to not just UCs, but any of our um, universities or colleges. So can you talk a little bit about the articulated courses and what that means within uh, CTE? Absolutely. So first, several of our courses, and they're noted on our website when you go to um, the information page, several of the courses do meet what we call the UC A to G approval. And A through G for our listeners to know that, like A, for example, it just means it's a subject area. It's a subject area that the universities are looking for that our students have completed that during high school. And I don't have the list in front of me, but let's just say, for example, purposes, A would be your English courses. B would be your science courses. That's what A through G means. And so the students need to meet, you know, a certain amount under section A. They need to meet Mm -hmm. a certain amount of requirements or courses that are UC approved or Cal State approved. And that's what you see A through G requirements are. Okay. And what's 
really nice is that at the same time, the CTE courses, many of them do meet that approval. And that's important, right? It is because you're, you're kind of being able to accomplish two things at one time. And so that's, that's very exciting for our students. We want to make this uh, very good use of the students' time and to know that they're um, meeting those A to G requirements. The other thing what I really like about the A to G is, is, and you kind of hit upon it, we've hit upon it a little bit, is that we know that all of our students are not maybe necessarily going to be going to four-year right out of high school, but those A to G courses, those are rigorous courses. So regardless of what our students are going to be doing after high school, taking those courses, those rigorous courses, are good for all of our students. Right. And we'll get all of our students college and career ready. And I think that helps maybe our listeners um, understand the value of these courses because they're not just fill-in courses. They're not these fluff courses no. where, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Let me just right. take this random CTE course right. that maybe doesn't really um, have an end exactly. to it, if you will. But it sounds like these courses are rigorous they are. if they're being accepted by the UC. So they're not only helping them if they decide to go straight into a career, right? They're meeting industry standards, but they're also meeting college, rigorous college yes. requirements. Correct. Okay. Correct. And then you mentioned articulation. So several of our courses, they articulate with uh, our local community colleges. And can you just kind of tease that out for what does articulate mean for our listeners? Exactly. So what that means, which is super exciting, it means that once our student has completed the class, uh, the year-long course, and they do receive an A or a B in the class, then I'm going to use Saddleback College, okay. for example. because we have Right down the street. Right, exactly. Right down the street, and that's where we have several articulation agreements with. So for example, of our students, again, I'm going to use engineering for a moment. They take that engineering level one course of ours it articulates with a Saddleback College class. It will make it so that the student does not need to necessarily take their entry-level course okay. when they go over there to Saddleback College. Okay. It also will be earning them free college credit that they will get to carry on with them. Okay. They, will, they will come away with a college transcript after taking that articulation. That's fantastic. Course. And so it really is. Money savings, so time savings. Exactly. Again, you know, we're doing uh, two things at one right. time here for our students. And so we've seen it numerous times where students then do begin their um, college career and they have college credit already going in to that community college. That's fit. It also can carry meeting the requirements once they do transfer to a four year. Oh, wow. Okay. And, but for that, the students, that's an important piece of that is they have to have earned an A or a B in that course. Yes, that is a requirement. So you'd almost equate that kind of to like when our students take AP courses and if they score a certain score on that AP, they get the college credit again, saving time and money. Correct. Okay. I didn't know that that was a thing that happened within CTE in these courses. And that's fantastic. Yes. Yes. That's really great. Okay. Fantastic. So. We kind of see how it will segue into a university or a college, mm-hmm. you know, how that works and how there's that nice little marriage between the courses we take. What about if our students do, in fact, decide not to go into a um, into a call co- or to a college or a university? If they decide, you know what, I have taken X amount of I've been in this pathway, this career pathway at SVUSD while I've been in high school, intermediate, maybe in high school. I know that I want to go straight into this career and it doesn't require me to go get a degree or any uh, further college education, if you will. Um, is there industry, can you talk about industry certifications and how that works with CT? Will they meet industry certifications in some of these pathways and then they can go right into it? Or how does that work? Do they need to take additional courses? Does it depend on the pathway? Can you kind of talk about that? That's a great question. Kind of depends. Okay. It will depend somewhat on that career pathway. Um, but we do have, uh, 
we partner with a entity. It's a third party vendor, if you will. That's called Precision Exams. Okay. And they have worked there nationwide. They work with uh, business partners, right, all across the United States, developing uh, the exams. Okay. And so our students are able to take the exam through uh, precision exam, and then they do come out with an industry certification, and it's that applies to almost all of our courses. Okay. And so, what does that mean if they get an industry certification? That means couple of things. They get to add that to their resume. Okay. They have this industry certification. They get to add that to what we're having, working with our students with a digital portfolio that they're working uh, and building um, projects that they're working on. And they can include that in their digital portfolio. Anything like this, a a certification, they can add that to their digital portfolio. So it's proving that they have a skill set. It's proving that they have a skill set, that they can go to an employer and say, I've done this. And these are the same certifications that maybe someone outside of high school would have to go to a trade school or take courses or something to get that certification. Is that right? To some degree, yes. Okay. Yes, most definitely. Now, for example, in automotive, (laughs) the students there, they are getting um, certifications in snap-on tool training. Well, that's what your automotives, the automotives that you and I go to, mm-hmm. they're getting that type of a training. Oh, wow. So our students are coming out with this, the same type. And of I'm glad you brought that up because we had Mr. Hines on a podcast mm-hmm. earlier in the year, and he spoke about um, some of the programs there at Laguna Hills High School. And one of the programs he uh, highlighted was the auto program with Mr. Sullivan at that school. Yes. And he shared that through that, and you can probably attest to this, that through that program, the students are coming out with those industry certifications and are going right into some really well-paying jobs. They really are. They really are. And they're also going on to, let's say, the uh, trade school. Okay. Maybe UTI, University of Technical Institute. Okay. The very prestigious school where students will go on after our automotive program. They'll take that. They then from UTI will go on to the Mercedes training. Okay. And then they will be coming out with about $75,000. So it just gives them a really a leg up on It really that. does. Wow. Okay. Really so will it save them time when they decide once they leave here and they have that certification? Does that save them time in the training or it just gives them additional skills? It gives them additional skills and If they're going straight into the career, Mm -hmm. it does save them some time. Okay. They can get a a good paying job, a career going with these Snap-on Tool and ASE certification. Automotive Service Excellence is what that stands for. That's so so great. Do our students have to pay for these courses? Is that part of what they take in class? It's all part of the class. It's not, they don't pay extra fees for taking these courses. Or they may have some materials fees. But they're not paying tuition, if you will, for these. No, they are not. Okay. No, they're not. Okay. Do they get, then it also serves for their high school credit, I'm assuming. Like as an elective? It does. Okay. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, So can you talk a little bit? I know you have some great partnerships in the community, and uh, that affords our students the opportunity to maybe participate in some internships. I know we have those opportunities available. Can you talk about that a little bit? We really do, and 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 it runs the gamut. We can have students interning at maybe, say, an animal care hospital. We can have students interning at a engineering uh, company, if you will. And so um, it happens a couple of different ways. Um, sometimes the student finds the internship on their own. Because I'm assuming that may be part of the course, right? Where they need the to intern. Okay. 
So some of the courses, yes, they do, but, but it's not a requirement for all of them. Okay. What's also what I hear happening a lot of times, students take the course, now they've got that time in between their junior and senior year, mm -hmm. and then in that summertime, they're going out on their own and, and saying, I've taken engineering, I've taken these agriculture courses, this is really a field I want to pursue, can I, can I come and do an internship for you during the summer? Oh, nice. And that they also know how well that will look on their resume be it that they want to go into that field right after high school or be it that they want to go on into a post-secondary uh, education experience as well. And it's probably a win-win, right? The students are getting access to those companies, to meeting-making connections. But then on the flip side, that's probably pretty beneficial for those companies. They're getting students that are have this coursework, you know, that they're coming in with, maybe a skill set that they've already acquired, and it's it's, it's a win-win. It's also the opportunity for the employer to see what that student is like and what because it could set them up for a future opportunity, it really right? Could. It really could. And what what we see um, what. What's so valuable about career technical education across the board is it, regardless of where that student may go post high school, be it into a career in that particular field or into a post-secondary education that may or may not relate to the CTE coursework, the CTE courses really have highly future-ready transferable skills that the students are learning. Not only are learning the technical skills of that particular course, but they're getting those like I said, future-ready, transferable skills, such as collaboration, mm -hmm. critical thinking, creativity. Which is what we really want education. our students to come out with, exactly. regardless of the context that they're getting them in, exactly. as long as they're learning or enhancing that skill set that they have. Most I mean, it's, that's what what Most more definitely. that's what we want. That's, that's what, what we want. want. And that's what our employers want. Mm -hmm. When we have um, advisory committees, that's another way that we have uh, a relationship with our business partners. They are involved in our advisory committee meetings because we want to make sure that our curriculum is up to date and that it's meeting the needs of business. And what business is saying is they need those skill set. They will say, I can teach somebody to do X, Y, or Z, mm -hmm. but what I need is for that person to have initiative. Mm -hmm. What I need is for that person to be able to work in a team. Right. And so taking those CTE courses really lends itself for those students to get that experience. That's fantastic. Okay, great. Do you mind? I don't know if you have are at liberty at liberty to do so, but yeah. can you share out some of the local businesses um, that we either have that our students can intern with or that you've partnered with to help build up this uh, CTE program and that they may have access to? Absolutely, um, it, it is a variety uh, of folks. The other thing when we say internship, so so we have business partners participate internship-wise. Mm -hmm. We can also have them participate with us as, um, as a, in a competition, okay. so for example. The other way... Like as judges or something? As judges, okay. um, Providing feedback. So we go to the Jet Propulsion Lab mm -hmm. and our students... Oh, JPL. From JPL, okay. exactly. And our students from Mission Vejo, they're always in the JPL competition every year. That's so and cool. And so that's, that's a way that we partner with, with JPL, for example. So yeah, so that's important. I think we don't want to mislead our um, listeners and say, oh, if your student goes in here, they're going to have a chance to intern at any of these. I totally understand that. Right. But I think it's important that our listeners and our students do 
understand that you do have great partnerships through the CTE division. So yeah, if you could just show JPL you JPL. talked about. Okay. And then also the other way that we have our businesses involved is through field trips. Okay. So for example, we have students that will go over and have a field trip and a mentor experience with Smart Cups. Okay. Which is local company. Local company. It's doing Dynamic huge things. things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Blizzard. Another Everybody, I think all of our uh, secondary students know right. what Blizzard you know, Entertainment Blizzard. is. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Medical Advantage is another one okay. um, that, that students get to participate in. We have students um, that will even be going to, say, uh, the National Hot Rod Association, right? And that's where they're getting to learn about the different careers. And so, for example, our students from Los Alisos, they went to the National Hot Rod Association a few months ago, and uh, the teacher brought along some females. Oh, nice. Okay. And so the students were able to uh, meet with and go into the trailer, if you will, of the female auto mechanic there. Well, the teacher said those girls' faces just lit up because what was amazing, and I saw the pictures. I think we may even have a few on our website. Okay. But, okay, when we think um, automotive, Mm -hmm. sometimes, Mm -hmm. we tend to think greasy. Male dominated. Male dominated. Maybe not not the cleanest. Right. right? There's grease. Right. Right. This facility of of this female automotive mechanic there, pristine. (laughs) Pristine. And just to... Did they get to do a compare and contrast with the male? (laughs) But just to see that that the labs, though, themselves, the, 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 excuse me, the, the um, auto mechanics, it truly is becoming much more of a clean environment okay. that, that's really necessary and needed. And so it's breaking down some of those misnomers right, that we might right. be thinking. Mm-hmm. And for a female to go, oh, my gosh, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I that's so important. This, right? so to be able to see yourself in, in something. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right? So that's um, great. So again, uh, a variety of internship experiences. Um, we have them. Um, in the past that they've been at um, local um, uh, medical offices. The other uh, thing I would like to give uh, information about is that we have the regional occupational program. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about yes. that. So we partner with Coastline Regional Occupation Program, mm-hmm. ROP, their acronym. Mm-hmm. That's what it stands and for. And a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with that because that's been around for exactly. a long time. And they've been a major delivery system for CTE. Mm-hmm. And so when the students do take an ROP class, that's where they can many times get that internship experience. That's where they might be interning at Okay. That's where they might be interning at a local vet. So then, again, I think I understand this, but just to clarify, are some of the pathways, so those pa- courses that are included in the pathway, some of them can be SVUSD courses that the students are taking, and yes. others can be ROP courses, or some of the pathways kind of a mix of ROP and SVUSD courses? Oh, okay. Okay. So really, um, what we make the distinction is that we're very fortunate. They're all CTE courses. Okay. Sometimes it might be offered through the ROP, and sometimes it may be offered through SVUSD, and in the same pathway, you can have an ROP class as well as an SVUSD course. Okay. And there really isn't any difference, if I may say it that okay. way. They are all CTE courses. Got it. So that's that's very for, we're very fortunate to be able to have that for our students. And the ROP courses, though, just so that our listeners are aware, some of those you sit in class during the same time as your periods one through seven, and some yes. of them maybe 
after school. In the afternoons and the yes. evenings, whatever yes. the case is, right? Yes, exactly. So it's important for educate for our listeners to educate themselves on what that pathway looks like because if they're going to make this commitment for two or four years, they need to know that, hey, maybe in this pathway there might be a course that you have to take in the afternoon or not really. How does that not work? Not really. Okay. We've really tried for the high school student anyway that they can complete that pathway during what we call the bell schedule. Oh, well, that's important. I think that's important for our listeners to know. It is because okay. we do want them to, for that student to have that ability. access. Exactly. And then where the ROP, what's so wonderful about that is a moment ago when I mentioned at Tribuco Hills High School, we don't have an automotive program mm-hmm. there. But through the ROP, they can take it after school okay. in the evening. So it gives – and where and some students at the high schools that have it would take it during, during, the, day the, during the day because they don't offer it. You offer it after school so they can access exactly. that. Okay. Exactly. That makes sense. So multiple ways – for a student to be able to participate in CTE. And I'm sure there's crossover between ROP courses, if you will, and our courses, yes. but that's all information, and that's very detail-oriented, really but that's all information that I'm sure they can access through your web page mm-hmm. or directly through the school site, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, fantastic. Yes. I know another resource that you have over there, which our listeners may not be aware of, is a career counselor that's dedicated specifically to CTE, and you oversee mm-hmm. that counselor. Mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that position and why that benefits our students and our Absolutely. families? Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is um, a position that we've got here as a district career uh, counselor. Okay. And so uh, she is instrumental in working with all of the CTE teachers as well as the counselors in a way to continue to move the needle with career technical education, providing more opportunities for our students mm-hmm. to participate in those in, uh, the uh, field trips okay. and the competitions and getting our counselors um, even more aware of those opportunities for our students. Okay. So, uh, so really just really helping promote and make sure people are aware. Aware, that liaison. Support. Support, exactly. I mean, and that we have a full-time counselor dedicated to that, I think Mm -hmm. speaks volumes about where kind of we are as a district and the importance that we're placing on CTE and ensuring that we're meeting those students' needs and wants. Exactly, exactly. And um, no, as well as... uh, that our counselor can and has been going into classrooms and making presentations to students as well to even promote and market CTE to all of the students in case they weren't aware of it. Right, right. And a lot of it just is that they don't know. Right. Okay, great. So, which is another reason why we wanted to do this podcast to make sure our listeners know that we have this robust and really productive uh, division that's doing great things. Exactly. Okay, um, so we're going to kind of wrap, getting near the end where we're going to wrap everything up. Um, I know I want to always give our uh, guests an opportunity, kind of an open mic session, if you will, to touch on maybe something that we haven't talked about. I know we're going to talk about a couple of events that you have coming up at the very end, mm-hmm. but is there anything else that you want to share out about CT? any information that you have that we haven't touched on yet? Yeah, definitely. If, um, and, and again, it's just to talk a little bit about what our students are doing. Okay, a couple which we love. We want to know, we want to know what's going on. So if I may share for a couple of minutes, um, right now in the computer science pathway at El Toro High School, we've got a student who is working on a school-wide app for journalism so students can read the school paper on their phones. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. a project that they're doing in the class, right? And so what we do in the classes as well in CT, it's really providing those real-world experiences and those real-world projects Mm -hmm. for the students to participate in. It's not just this theory. Like, this would be great. Like, let's actually do something that we can use right now. Exactly. We're either trying to create something or solve something. Mm -hmm. You know, we're really doing that project-based learning. Yes. 
hands-on students find them engaging right um, they're relevant um, as well as rigorous as mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. so we've got that um, we've got uh, students that um, again uh, uh, interning as well but I did like the one of the student that was doing the the journalism I like that a um, lot and then we also really need we have at Tribune Hills High School in the engineering program it's called the, the, the software that we use is called SolidWorks okay. it is an industry software that is used out there and so 16 of our engineer students were certified as certified SolidWorks associates which is actually in that field a big deal. Okay. It's really prestigious for these high school students to have this. And so this past school year, the CEO um, of the company heard about it. And then they came and they videotaped our students. They came and met with them and flew in for the day from oh, Las wow. Vegas to actually get to meet our students and hear their story. And so there's just really neat things like that that go on mm. well, within the classes. And I'm sure a several lot examples. more than we have time for here to talk about. Several examples. But the last thing that I just wanted to mention is how fortunate we are that uh, we're in exciting times right now. The state very much values CTE as well, and we're very fortunate to have um, grants that are tied directly to CTE. Okay. And that the grant monies can only go towards our CTE programs. So what we've done over the last few years is really build out all of those programs. So they all have new equipment. Mm-hmm. They all have new new projects that are going Well, on. I was fortunate enough just recently, and I believe it was from these funds that you're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Mission Viejo High School has the ag, agriculture yes. program. Yes. And it was in the, it seems like just yesterday, but I'm sure it was a few months ago. Uh, we were all out there for the ribbon cutting because they have this beautiful new barn out there. And I believe right. that was a result. Is that a result that of these grants that you're result. talking about? Okay. Exactly. Okay. Result. Uh, so, perfect example. Then, in the engineering, we've got you know, new laser engravers. We've got new 3D machines, and these these aren't 3D printers that are small. These are quite large 3D mm-hmm. printers. Things that you know students really get excited about. And also, if I may, it reinforces why sometimes we need to know those academic skills, mm-hmm. not just sometimes, but always, all actually. the time, right? Because, for example, if a student is using that 3D printer and their calculations aren't correct well what they might be thinking coming out that's you know three by three (laughs) uh is going to come out ever so tiny yes and that's because the math right right so many skills come into play it really does it really bridges the academic and the technical with those future ready skills yeah like the theory with the actual hands-on right exactly that's fantastic so with that being said kim i think we kind of hit everything we wanted to talk about i know uh we want to thank you for taking time to come and speak with us and share this such such important information out that i think so many people aren't aware of and maybe have a misperception of what cte is um you can get any additional information you may need in multiple places i think the best place to start off would be going to sbusd.org from there you can go to the program section and career technical education actually has its own web page with several sub pages that will help link you to a lot of this information yes. you can always go directly to your school site and ask yes. your um, people in the front office or your administrators about career technical education they'll be happy to sit down and share what they have to offer at their school sites um, those would be the two best places right uh, yes. to get the information 
information either through your website or directly at the school site. Most definitely. Okay, fantastic. Well, that does it for this episode of Saddleback Valley Shares. We thank our listeners for tuning in. Hopefully you got some very useful information about career technical education and what we're doing to meet those needs here in SVUSD. We thank you for your time and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.